you guys. Welcome back to our podcast, Chic Happens. I'm Rachel and I'm here with Mandy. This is actually season four. Season four. We did not close out season three. Sorry. (laughs) And we have a very special guest on our podcast with us this week. Could you possibly guess? There's no way anyone's going to guess. No one's going to know. It's Stephanie. It's Dr. (laughs) Doc McSteffie. You guys, you guys, we have got to stop calling her a nurse on this podcast. And you already know this. Y'all already know this. The people know this. She's an NP. So forgive me. I am a nurse. I'm just a nurse practitioner. She's an NP. So forgive me for the last podcast. Stephanie's not going to let me live it down. I know. And I didn't hear it when we did it live. But when I listened back, I was like, oh, Stephanie's going to She's like, Rachel called her a nurse. I have $90,000 of student debt. You better (laughs) call me by the right name. Yes. Yes. She has the debt to prove it. Yes. She's Doc McSteffie now. Yes. But she's not allowed to be called doc yeah <laughs> only by her most, what'd you say Steffi. your most loved patients call you that yeah i walk in they say hey doc <laughs> oh okay so if they can call you that then but, we can call you that and we're gonna get to uh, obviously tons of other stuff but this is so random and i was thinking about this when we were gonna have stephanie back this is your what third time yes third time third time one of my favorite episodes was listening to your voyage up mount everest <laughs> We were still laughing about it at our pop-up at Mandy's house, just running to the helicopter. Like, I've got to go back and listen to that episode. And be living like... We need a part two, honestly. Yeah. Because yeah. I there still was- have questions. I was like, wait, did you poop outside? Did you poop in a hole? I couldn't remember. She said I'm there like, was so much ridiculous. more to add after she went back and like listened. I mean, that's how all of our podcasts are. Like, we had so much more to say. But what I did want to say to my Stephanie... I love you so much. I've been thinking about this and I don't know why. I think it's because Mandy and I, we, we, we have a vision for our business and we're doing some new things going into this year. And Stephanie, I just have to say, you obviously you're our best friend, but I just appreciate you so much because you are always there to support us. Like always, oh, you show up yes. for everything. You just... You don't have to, you know, and I know that people get busy and lives are busy. Like we're all busy. I didn't know we needed a speech prepared for Stephanie tonight. I know. I've just uh, been Mandy, thinking. I've just know. been thinking about this. So here, here. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to Stephanie. No, but seriously, I mean, we've talked about this before, how it's always quality over quantity. And like, I really only have a couple select friends who, you know how people say like, when you're not in a room, who's going to like always like have your back and stuff Mm -hmm. and I only have a few people who I truly feel that way about and I just love Steph so much because Mandy and I obviously do this business and we're connected in that way but Stephanie is just you're always there and I just love you to pieces you're the best Stephanie this one's for you yes (laughs) we dedicate this to you (laughs) also you guys whenever we did or I did stories today I said that we had like a slight surprise like nothing huge but we are uh, now me. it's me okay well yes <laughs> stephanie's you. a surprise well yeah we also checked with stephanie we were like hey you're coming right because i already told instagram that we, we had, had a, a special guest and a special guest but the surprise is we are now videoing our podcast yes for like i don't know if it's like the whole thing but like it's just fun so hi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just like a new added feature that we're going to have. Yeah. Check our Patreon if you want to watch it live on video <laughs> for $7 a month <laughs> for seven ninety nine per yeah. episode. Yeah. Anyway. No, just kidding. No. Okay. So we just need more content. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I have not really spoken to you guys about my weekend and I I feel like I'm kind of loud, but we picked like a hell of a week to start videoing. So I'm going to try to, um, what's that called? Where you keep it together, keep it together, but like disconnect. Don't disassociate from my, yes, disassociate. Um, I had a very, very hard weekend. Uh, Rachel and I had a pop-up on Saturday, which we're going to talk about later. Um, but it was an all day event and by all day. Yeah. All day. Like we set up actually Friday night and then Saturday morning we got there at 8am and we did not leave until about like 10 at night. Mm-hmm. I think I got home at like 10 15. But it was the best pop up we've ever had. It is. <laughs> which is great. It is. Silver lining. Yes. Best pop up we've ever had. Um, but however, um, my dog Gemma, we've talked about her like a lot. And actually, like just a few weeks ago, I was talking about how healthy she is and how like I'm just so surprised that she's not showing much signs of aging. And um, since I think it was Thursday night, she had this really weird cough where it was almost like she was trying to cough up a hairball or something and nothing was coming out. And it was just really weird. So Thursday night goes like we can't sleep at all. And then um, we wake up Friday. She's still having it's like on and off. It's really whenever her body is like settled that she's like having these coughing fits and we can't figure it out. And while I'm at the pop up. So this is like she did. She started it Thursday night. So it was all day Friday. And Jonathan was like texting you. Yes, he was texting me during the pop-up and he was like, I think she has kennel cough. And I was like, that's so weird because kennel cough is where you like get it from being around other dogs. Yeah, like other bacteria they're not used to being with yeah. and like viral stuff. And Gemma's yeah. like, we, we always talk about Gemma being a cat. Yeah. She's an inside dog. She's a hermit. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't like go around other animals. She doesn't really like she gets into the trash. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe she got into my trash and something's mm-hmm caught in her throat and I was like maybe she does have kennel cough so I had Jonathan take her um, bed and I was like throw it in the garage I'll get her a brand new one next week and then by the end of the pop-up he's starting to sound like super worried and um, as I'm leaving the pop-up I call him and he's crying and I'm like okay I don't know if he's being dramatic because Jonathan's pretty emotional he's an emotional person he's dramatic him and Ryan both yeah and I'm like is he just being and I even called my mom on the way home afterwards and I was like listen I just want you to keep your phone on just in case I need you and in in case of emergency Jonathan is very upset about Gemma however like I just don't know because she's acting she's eating she's not drinking but she's eating and when I walked in the house she like perked up and kind of barked so like she was and then whenever Still I got there, yes, yeah, she yeah. she got onto my lap. But then she was doing that weird thing. I took a video of her and I sent it to my mom. And I was like, what do you think? Because I'm like, I'm going to take her to the vet. But do I need to take her to an emergency place? Should I take her in the morning? And my mom was like, take her now. Um, and I was like, OK, I'll do it. Like worst case, she's got kennel cough or something's caught in there. They need to just yank it out. So um Jonathan stays at home because he's got the girls and my mom, I get there first. I take, And it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yes. And it's at, at the vet off. Um, Is that veg? It, it's v- I asked you, but you didn't respond. No. V-E-G? I can't remember if it's V-E-G or what, but it's on the corner. of. It's right by Crumble Cookie. 
Yes. Yes. So that's where Lucy was when oh, she really? almost. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. So I really and like I that place. I love them. Yes. yes they're they amazing. are really good. And you can tell that they really care they about care. the animals. Yes, they care. So we brought her in and they, and it was just me at first. And then my mom shows up and they are listening to her and they're like, and the doctor is like, okay, I feel like crunching around her ribs. She has, um, she's probably, they said probably going through congestive heart failure. And I was like, kind of in shock. Like I didn't start crying yet. Um, because I was hoping that there would maybe be some sort of thing that we could do to fix it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, tell me what this means. And they were like, well, we need to get her in an oxygen tank, like ASAP because she's drowning, basically drowning with the fluid, the fluid fluid that is pumping back into her heart. And they were like, so they put her in there and then I text Jonathan. I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. So Josie went and sat with the monitors and Jonathan came up. He's a mess. Yeah. He Uh, called Ryan crying uh, when you left to go to the vet. He was just bawling his eyes out. Yeah. Well, because whenever he gave Gemma a hug, he was basically giving her saying goodbye. But I also wasn't going to let, that be it I was gonna have him come Come up up. there yeah um but he so he shows up and she's in the oxygen tank which sucks because we can't hold her I didn't even know that they had those first of all yeah yeah and I don't know what other purpose they have them for besides like what we like for for congestive heart failure I don't know if there's any other it's almost like at the NICU with yeah so it's yeah you they the oxygen level had to be above a 35 for you to be able to open up the door and to like pet her and we wanted her to be stable because every time she goes into a breathing episode she could like seizure she could go have a heart attack she could there are so many different things that can happen so they wanted her to be stable before they could even like do any sort of tests so they get her into the oxygen tank and then um, they tell us how much it's going to cost for all of her testing. And they're like, we think it is this, but it could be like a pulmonary something. I didn't really like, but they were like, that can easily be fixed. Pulmonary embolism. No, they didn't say that. Pulmonary hypertension. Probably. Probably. Uh, But it wasn't an embolism. But yeah, they so they basically were like, it could be something simple, or it could be not simple. um, But it's going to be $1,400 to figure out which one it is. Just like diagnostics. Yes. And I was like, okay, the easiest $1,400 I've ever Mm -hmm. spent. I was like, absolutely. Do that and then let us know because I'm not going to put my dog down because of $1,400 and not know which one it is, you You know, know? without a doubt that this is the decision to be made. Yeah. So I was like, we'll pay it (laughs) or Aunt Della will pay it (laughs) because we're paying her back. Um, So Aunt Della transferred the money to do that. So they start giving her um, medication to dry up the fluid fluid that's in there. And then they also, so then they give her that and then they take her to go get her um, x-rays done. Well, what, of course they're like, mom, you can come watch the x-rays. And I'm like, absolutely. Like I'm going to be there. So they, uh, Jonathan and my mom are over on the couch talking and all of a sudden 
um, I walk back because they're done. And then all of a sudden they come rushing out and they're like, um, she's throwing up fluid. Like it was like an emergency sort of situation. They had to shave her arm to get her like a um, IV in basically so they could like easily administer whatever they might need because she was throwing up the blood the fluid that was in her chest and so like that was really hard so then once they did that they did the blood test they did um I think those were the two things she went back into the tank for a little bit and it came back that it was um heart congestive congestive heart yeah. failure and then which um, is common in chihuahuas chihuahuas and old age dogs and she's 12, 12. Yeah, she just 12. turned she had just turned 12 and they but it's just so bizarre how like everything was fine until the last couple of days yes you know? and it ha- well so what they told me is they were like so she has to be admitted and i was like okay what does that look like cost wise because whenever she gave me the fourteen hundred dollars um I was like so is that for her like stay if y'all have to treat her and she was like no Mm -hmm. that is literally the base of us just figuring out what is wrong if she has to stay here for two days just two five thousand dollars we paid seven thousand for freaking yeah yeah five thousand dollars for her to just for her to be there for two days Mm -hmm. And then not even knowing if she would need a third day, a fourth right. day, a fifth day. And then after that, if like the medications weren't working, the medications were And this is where I'm like, God is good because I didn't want to have to make a decision that was impossible, yes. like because of money, because of money. Yes. And I did not ever want to make a decision because of money. Um, So I let it kind of simmer. Like I said, okay, that's the cost. Thank you for letting me know. And we kind of like, we let it, the medicine do its thing. And the doctor was like, it's, it's not, gonna, not yeah. any better. And they were like, and I even, cause it, we were struggling with Charlie not being able to say goodbye. Cause Charlie had, Charlie knew that she was not feeling well, but she didn't know that it was like, she might yeah that she might not be there in the morning so I was struggling with I was like well I wish that I could take her home to at least like give her a hug Mm -hmm. and then we could bring her back and do what we needed to do but she was in such dire condition taking her out of that oxygen tank could kill her Mm -hmm. like having her in any kind of distress even when we took her so Spoiler alert, we had to put her down. Um, So taking her from the oxygen tank to the room where we had to put her down, she had to have an oxygen sort of thing on her nose while on our way there because there was no way. So I couldn't like take her home without knowing that she was going to suffer. So um, basically we had to make the decision. We told them that we made the decision. It costs $600 more dollars to do, um, to put her down, to get her cremated, to get a paw print and, you know, like all the special things that you need to have whenever your dog dies. And, um, so it all in all $2,000, but it is the best $2,000 I ever spent. Like I would spend it again in a heartbeat to know that we took care of her because I asked the lady, I was like, listen, had we not brought her in, 
like, would she have passed away tonight? And they were like, well, we can't guarantee that it would have happened tonight, but she was drowning. Just choking. Yeah, yeah, she was drowning. She wasn't coughing. She was choking. And they were like, and your husband could have been working in his office. You could have been at school. Like, and it, you would have just walked in and she would have been gone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I held her as she passed. So it was just so... <laughs> It, I was just so happy that I was able to yeah, be, be there, there for her. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, it was so hard, such a hard, impossible decision, but I'm glad it was so clear mm-hmm. because like, I still feel confident in it. I'm glad we made that decision, but it just sucks that it came out of nowhere. No preparation. I wasn't able to hold her as much as I wanted. Like, you know, whenever your dog gets old, you're like, man, I see that they're starting to age. I need to hold on to these memories. You know that like the end is near. Mm -hmm. But like I didn't get any of that. So it was like really hard. And then telling Charlie the next day was God terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, but like she's so strong, you know, like kids are just so resilient, very resilient. And her counselor, I'm friends with her counselor at school and they made a grief rock and um, has her name on it. And she's um, so she got to paint this rock for her sissy and it's up in her bedroom when she sleeps. And, you know, so it's like it's just sad and unexpected not something that we really thought was coming in the near future at all so we're just like super kind of in shock about it like the grief comes in waves obviously Gemma is not my dog Mm -hmm. but like I am obviously so close to you and I see you know I see Gemma but I'm just so close to you that I you know you feel that like the empathy the sympathy and like Ryan and I I mean we've been crying on and off and I just I just it hurts me so much. So I just can't imagine you. And like, just, it reminds me of back when we thought we were losing Lucy. Mm-hmm. And, and when, when that day does come, I, d- I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. You know? it, it's, it's not easy. And you, I just can't believe that this happened. I truly can't believe it. Just very shocking. And like, that's one thing, like whenever my other, my family dog passed, she was 16. So I just feel like as they get older, it gets kind you of just a little bit know easier. know that it's looming. Yeah. But I knew like she had like her kidneys weren't doing so good and like there were like warning signs she wasn't walking the best but like when Gemma passed she was still walking okay everything was okay except for her lungs and her heart I think that no matter what Gemma was your first dog that you Mm -hmm. got when you were what 20 no uh, 12 years ago 12 okay. years ago. So I was, thir- I'm 35. So 20, 23, yeah. 23, 24. Like this was your first adult dog that went through life with you. Like mm-hmm. your dog, not your yeah. family dog. Oh, she's just the best. So it's like, oh, I don't want to mm-hmm. cry again. It would but never be easy. No. So. And not to mention, know. not to make matters worse, but mm-hmm. I was just thinking about how like we had just worked 13 hours. Yes. And oh, the like emotional 11 toll. o'clock and you're taking your dog to the vet and, and that's the outcome, you know, yeah. but leave it to Mandy. She finds the silver lining. She's a freaking you know? champ. Yeah. There's, um, there's a silver, silver lining to absolutely everything. And I like know you it. said, like the decision was kind of made for you. Yeah. Sort of thing. And you were there. Yeah. And you were there. Mm-hmm. And that is totally my personality too. Some people don't want to be there at the end. Yeah. And, totally fine like Jonathan had to leave 
Um, but it came full circle because um, the day that I got Jemma, my y'all, I can't do this. Cry. It's so cry. hard. I cry. It's so hard. So my mom was with me the day that we got her. And then so when we put her down, like I was holding her in her blanket and my mom was right there with me and she was like, we've come full circle. And I was like, I know. And she just like Gemma loves us <laughs> so much. So it's like I felt at peace like she was calm she you was started happy. it together and you ended it together yeah. yeah and like i just i i miss her so much i wish i could have given her so much more these last couple of years but but you did you gave yeah. her two uh, sisters yeah i know and she loved them yeah she did she loved them very much and charlie she's doing better now she told me that she's not sad anymore she's happy apparently her teacher because i emailed her teacher and i was like hey if charlie's acting a little weird like this is what happened like give her some grace and she was like she i I heard her telling um a little or one of our friends that um her sissy's heart broke and but now she's running around with jesus and she's okay and i was like oh thank god kids are seriously the best they They really are like she was sad and she cried at first for the first like day and a half she was like on and off like sad but then she was like mommy i'm okay now and i was Mm -hmm. like okay good thank god thank god someone is Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like i just need someone to be okay so i can be okay yeah it just takes days you know it's hard days yeah weeks Weeks. Yeah, like, like it's gonna it, it comes Jim in was a part of your life for years you yeah don't just get over and that i forget week. and i even told so jonathan had thrown out her blanket or her her um bed and put it in the garage and when we got home i was like get it and put it back so it's literally where it's always been her food and her water are still in our bathroom it's a process yeah, yeah like and i told him i was like i'm not ready to um, let go of it yet I'll I'll get rid of it whenever it's time but mm-hmm. I'm just not ready yet yeah. and so he put it back in and it's there and then the next day I lost it when Thea put food all over the floor and made a mess and I had to like I even told Jonathan I was like I can't get down there and pick it up because Gemma would usually come mm-hmm. in and eat everything on right. the floor and I was like you're gonna have to clean this up I can't clean it up Cause I'll just die. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's been a hard ad- adjustment and I forget sometimes like I'll I, be I feel walking like that's the how house. grief is. And people talk yeah. about it all the time, how grief is literally, it's not something that happens once and then it's over. It's literally, ages and it's uh-huh. literally and every other second. Like you forget about it because you're busy and then you remember again and yes. it's like, it happens all over again. Well, So Jonathan, he's like, I don't have to close my office door anymore. And it right. makes him sad. Yes. So, like so many time. things that you realize yeah. you don't need to do anymore or you, yeah, yeah. you can't do anymore. Or you shouldn't do anymore. Or like when I see that the guest room door is open you and don't I'm, have to worry about her going in there right, to pee to on go, the carpet. To go pee and shit on the carpet. <laughs> yeah. And I wish she would. And yes. I'm just like, I... Isn't it so bizarre just, how you're like, you. I just wish that you were here to just piss on everything. Yes. Once again. everything yes. up. Yes. Please. But yeah, like that's like those things that it hits me and I forget. Yes. It's like, yes, for a moment, it's like you forget. Oh, I need to close that. And yes. then I'm and like, then you're like, no, I don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. So... That is my story. It was absolutely terrible. We can now move on to better subjects but because all that, that was to rough. to be said, which I know everyone has been 
like crying and feeling this with you. So all that to be said, send your prayers to Mandy yes, and please. her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know how hard it is to lose a pet because they truly are. There are children. And yeah, like I was saying with Lucy, like we had that near death experience with her. So I, I almost feel like after that happened and since we did get that extra time, I constantly feel like we're on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, I know now to give her the extra this and extra that because I feel like you she, there's a good chance her. she wouldn't be here, mm-hmm. you know? So just, yeah, if you've got your little pets at home, give them an give extra, them extra cuddles. Yes. And send your love and prayers to Mandy. Yeah. And because, her family. um, and that, and I even told Jonathan, I was like, I don't think I can handle having another animal. Just yeah. because this alone, I, I talk a big game like I don't want another animal because it's a lot of work, which it is. It's all of those things, but it's really the emotional connection that you make with them and then having to break it. Yes. Like that is the hardest. Yeah. Totally. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to have another animal yet. Obviously. It's so hard. It's so we, fresh. So have we no have idea. old dogs yeah. and then you have an old dog as well. And yes. how old just, is he? He's pretty, he's close to Gemma's age. Guys, Walter. Walter is a bloodhound I brought into the relationship with me and my husband. Um, we used to make a joke, like, how long would he live? Because he was just waiting for him to pass away. That's how Jonathan and uh-huh. Gemma were. Yes. And and Jonathan Literally, is truly yeah. devastated. Yeah. I um, brought Walter into the relationship when he was six months old. So um, I said, oh, they live about, you know, 10 to 12 is their average. Uh-huh. He is turning 13 this summer in yeah. July. So he's 12. He's over 12. Um, he's slowing down. His hips are... A little rough. He uh, um, and Alex tells me like probably twice a week, Stephanie, you need to start thinking about these things. Like eventually, it's not right now. And every single time, I just start crying. Yes, because it was. Mm-hmm. Well, I got Walter when I was your Facebook post, Mandy, and yeah. I know this is what you're yeah. talking about too. They've been through life so with many you. ups and downs. 21. Like I, was, yeah. I didn't even have Alex yet, and it was I a whole have different. Alex yet. I yeah. didn't have Jonathan. It was yet. a whole different life. Yeah, and Walter was my boy, and he's been my boy yeah. for a really long time, and um, I will die. When yeah, he yes, like it's, I can't, it's very, very. Um, it makes not me cry easy. just thinking about how you feel because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It Same. really is. It's a lot. It's a lot. And they're, they are. They're a part of your family. Like Gemma literally has been there through every single heartbreak. I would put this. Her dying is one of the top traumas of my life. Mm-hmm. I'd put it next to my grandma passing away, my miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my parents divorced, but I'm actually happy about that right now. Well, like, you know, I, it's I, for the best. Yes, because yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm on the other side, but you know, the other two, like I put it next to those, mm-hmm. like uh, top traumas of my life, sadness. It's, yeah, it's been rough. And like you were saying with getting more pets, it's like obviously like the love and everything, but since we're, adults now we're like man the heartache is just too much to bear like i yes. can't go through that again no, just get 18 dogs like i have it's yes fine. yes oh my gosh stephanie okay so obviously rachel she- is this how you feel every time a fish dies <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> not on that level maybe it's how ryan feels <laughs> yes maybe that is probably yes it's probably how ryan feels every single time which we still have three by the way oh, <laughs> zach still thinks two. we have four we have three still mm-hmm. um so but no you um had posted about <laughs> getting more and more doggies okay, so funny story about everest real quick because that's how we got our third dog yeah remember um so we have a golden retriever um that Lotsy. is well my golden retriever lucy mm-hmm. is 
Uh, seven now, and so she's wow. about to be eight. I know that is freaking crazy. I swear, you did you didn't you get her when you got married? I know I got her when I lived in Denver. I would have guessed she was three. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you were traveling with her. I got her in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. I would have guessed she's three years old. And she's been everywhere with us. <laughs> wow. She's been to Niagara Falls. She's been to New Hampshire. She's been to Colorado. She's been to... Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a traveling girl. She lives the best life. Um, but so we still keep in contact with the people that we got her from because they actually have her sister. Yeah. Um, they obviously had her mom as well. They're not necessarily breeders. They breed if they want to keep a golden retriever. And so when I dropped Lucy off for Everest, because they were going to keep her for us for 17 days or whatever, because <laughs> it's the only person I would trust, um, they had a litter of puppies that were a week old. Mm-hmm. And so... How can you say no? Uh, oh, my God. You can't. And they're like, we'll give you first pick. We won't make you... We won't charge you full price. And I was like, oh, my God. Okay. And Alex wasn't Salt. with... <laughs> Alex wasn't with me at the time. And of course, nobody needs or wants a third dog. I do agree with that. Um, but, but we had two weeks of just straight hiking with no technology at night. There was no technology. There's no TV. You're just talking to each other. So the whole hike, I was like, so how great would it be to get this puppy when we get back? And, um, basically he broke down and we named her. She's a mountain that we saw while we were hiking. It's the fourth largest, um, mountain in the world. It's Lotsi. So her name is Lotsi, but what really slowed it is that we had to go pick up Lutzi. So we got to see the puppies again, and that's when he was like, fine, just give us the dog. So that's technically Lucy's, what, great niece. Great niece. So mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, which is, I love that. We have a family of dogs, and they, and actually, they call her Lo. Uh, yeah. Or do you call her Lotsi, really? I call her Lotsi. Yeah, they, she said she was going to call her Lo when she was getting her. I know, but, but now I'm obsessed with Lotsi. Now and she's Lotsi, yeah. Um, and... They actually kept Lotsi's sister as well. So they have three golden retrievers, the mm-hmm. people that we got her from. So they have Lucy's sister, um, Lotsi's mom, and Lotsi's sister. Mm-hmm. So now whenever whenever we went to Napa in October, you all remember I sent you that photo? Yes. The five golden retrievers, and they're yeah. all like sisters. Does Walter handsome. stay there? Uh-uh. Walter is very low maintenance, so he goes to the uh, easiest place. Oh, nice. He sleeps, <laughs> he sleeps like 20 hours a day. That's legit. Yeah. As long as he yeah. has his couch, he's good. Okay. Well, perfect. As long. I just wasn't sure because I feel like, the, didn't they used to take Walter? No. They or someone else did. Um, Like Joseph kept Walter while we were in Nepal. Yeah. Okay. Then I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking then. But yeah. Lotsi's so cute. She's huge. She's bigger than Lucy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't believe younger. Lucy's seven years old. I know. I'm She's mind about to blown. be eight. No, that's no. And Walter's also about to be 13. I don't believe you. So, so do y'all want to hear something really funny? Is this well, what you were going to tell us about Jonathan? Yes. Okay, what? You guys. Okay, I know everyone loves a good Jonathan story, and he thinks I just shit on him, but this is just <laughs> funny. So That's why they won't listen to the podcast. They're like, we know you just talk crap about us, and we're like, no. But we pick, like, the funny stories. Yeah. Like, they're at least and we, funny. And we also, like, talk about how much we love them, yeah. right? Don't we? Kind of. So, okay. Jonathan and I have separate bank accounts. We all know this. Mm -hmm. And it's, thank God. Thank God. (laughs) God. Every day I thank God that we have separate separate bank accounts. And this is why. This is why. (laughs) He decided, well, so I guess 
like things are a little bit tighter right now than they normally are. I literally we haven't gotten our tax refund. We have not gotten our tax refund. I also so I had to pay one hundred and eighty dollars for me to go to the doctor for my ear issue. Mandy Remember finally last time? went. Yes. She was like, I'm trying not to go to the doctor. Yeah, I'm trying really hard not to go, but I had an ear infection. The fluid would not go away. I was doing all the things. I finally had to go get steroids on antibiotics, $180. Well, then the next week, $175 comes out for Charlie's recital. I was not expecting that much money to come out. Because her recital's not till May, right? I had $148 to, your to name. my name <laughs> um, like probably a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I, I texted Jonathan. I was like, listen, I can't be going to the grocery store. I only got a $148 left and $60 is coming out for Charlie's shuttle bus. <laughs> so I'm like on like, I can't do anything. My bank account's on hiatus. So you got to go to the grocery store. So, but then he's like, okay, trying to save money wherever he can. So he downloads the Rocket Money app. Has anyone I've ever heard, heard of this? this. Yes. yes. So it tells you where you're paying all this random money yes. to these different apps and yes. programs what and did it tell him it told him well, tell me tell me y'all when star 60 percent no 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 <laughs> tell me no, no no this was all okay two netflix accounts oh my god two peacock accounts oh no two hulu accounts that we did not even we use someone else's login <laughs> you have two hulus you don't even use two hulus i didn't even know existed two um, what else? Because I said Peacock, I said Netflix, I said Hulu. I feel there Amazon, was YouTube TV. No, YouTube. not Am- no, no. YouTube is just one. Amazon. Paramount. He was paying for Paramount. a re- Paramount. He was paying a resume thing that was thirty dollars a, a resume month. builder. Yes, <laughs> thirty dollars a month. He, He's been said, in the same job for like. I'm like, dead right now. <laughs> He was paying all and they were all on his personal email and work email. Uh So he was literally paying three hundred and seventy dollars a month and all these extra apps extra apps that he did not need so you guys so this is an ad for rocket money yes rocket money it works if you forget that you do things. If you forget that you sign up for things and don't because he would, he even said, he was like, babe, I feel like I just saw Netflix come out of my account. Why is it coming out again? And he would like, just say this out loud and he would never, I just forgot. Yes. And he would never go like, research yeah yeah and so it was it was coming out of his account almost probably three years for like three years i can you recoup that money through rocket dog and rocket dog rocket dog dog, like goes like raw dog and yeah like jonathan was getting raw dog because he literally was and he even and i go how much are you paying for this rocket money app and he goes I got a seven day free trial. So who knows if he actually canceled it oh, or not. No. So but this is going to be, he's going to get a new rocket dog and they're going to be like, you're paying for three dog. rocket dogs. <laughs> he's got rocket money app on three different emails. <laughs> it's not called rocket dog. Is no, it? No, it's rocket money. Rocket money. But it's rocket so. dog from now on. <laughs> okay. But through oh. the rocket money app, you can delete it very easily. So he was <laughs> able to go through and see where he was like double doing uh-huh. it and like deleting one. Cause I was like, oh, don't delete this or mm-hmm. d- delete both of the Hulus because we want get it for free. Yes. I, we didn't even know. Yes. Disney I, Plus. Yeah. And 
I don't know if that was one of them. Because I'm pretty sure we get like a discount or a something kind of thing through our Verizon. Yeah. Through some, I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh, bless you. Rocket but Dog. Those are shoes, by the way. Are, Rocket, Rocket Dog is are, a shoe brand. That's yes. a weird name for a shoe. It's Rocket Dog. I've never Dogs. seen a shoe. It's like I'm, Skechers. Like, you know. Skechers, Skechers are getting are cool now. With it. Skechers are getting say. cool now. I have two pairs of Skechers that Ryan got me in Vegas. Oh, yeah. They were really yeah, cute. Yeah, but back in the day, Skechers were kind of like, you know, yeah. Skechers. Skechers. That's what Rocket Dogs were. So, anyway. So funny. Rocket but yeah. Money. So, go to the Rocket Money app and see if you are like my husband. But yeah, he was paying double 370 I'm so glad we don't share a bank account, y'all. $400 a month, I would yes. die. Yes. And we've been doing so good to save money because we've been eating in. Yeah. And we make like really cheap pasta dinners. Like we are, we buy big packs of chicken and do like salads one night, uh, a chicken one night, a pasta. And we like, we're, we've been doing really good. And he's like, how am I still broke? Yes. And I was like, because $400 a month is going. To Rocket Dog. To, to literally everything. <laughs> and we don't even log in mm-hmm. like why did you have a separate login from your work email like it's so i don't know so you forgot I, the password yeah probably Got probably really annoyed one night and just made a new one and then never yeah canceled. yeah oh my gosh okay so that was yeah he he was super upset oh, that with is himself greatness. about that that is greatness yeah okay so we're gonna touch on a couple shows we we're going to start with Bachelor because we did get Stephanie on to this have season. You, have you been updated yet? Stephanie doesn't I watch a lot of actually, TV. Actually, you guys, I did not watch this week. So Are Mandy might kidding? have to update us. I've okay. been too involved in my other show and we'll talk about that one next. So I, I think so. I think I'm watching. updated. However, I also like, so when I watched like four episodes in one night, I skipped through basically two thirds of the episode. You didn't and miss it, anything then. If it looked like something was happening, I would play it. Um, but I did miss what's her name leaving the when I told you I didn't like Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I was a little sad because I skipped over that whole episode, and I was like, I kind of wanted to see how she went out, but then I don't really care. And then I moved on, and um, I I did try to start watching this week's yesterday, but I got like ten minutes in and stopped. Yeah, okay. so I have not watched this week's either, but I'll I don't tell care you to all get spoiled. It. Yes, let us know. Okay, so Sydney, who Stephanie was referring to, is. Man, a real witch. But we actually have a friend, Vaughn. Oh. Her one someone <laughs> Sorry, Mandy. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. I Rachel's hear, pouring her it. wine. She's about to hear. I'll let you pour Stephanie's too before I start talking. One of her clients' super... daughters, granddaughters? No. What is it? One of her clients' stepdaughters. Stepdaughter, yes. Is Sydney. So one of our friends, Shut our yes. client's stepdaughter is Sydney. How do you work with her? She is so mean. Well, she, no, she doesn't work with her. She works with the the stepdad. I don't care who she works with. Yes. How do you work with her? We're, right. She doesn't so, work with them. She's just the stepdaughter of someone who works with her. Yeah. So uh, Vaughn works with her stepdad. Her stepdad. Oh, my. Yeah. So Vaughn texted us and was like, hey, what's this girl all about? And I was like, oof. Yeah. She was she like, is. one of my clients' <laughs> stepdaughters is on the show. You guys, like, I may need to, like, watch this season or whatever. And we were like, which Who? one is it? And she said Sydney. And we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. She's we were like, oh. We don't like her. Yeah. So. She's the worst, actually. She is terrible. So she basically, she's nothing. She is not a nice girl. Like, well, no, it, no, it, it is what it is. Clearly she a mean girl. Nothing, and she just wanted to be in the center of attention. When it wasn't even about her, she made it about yeah. her, and then she took it upon herself to tell everybody else about this drama that again had nothing to do and with her. And she was trying to play yeah. the victim, but it just didn't even come out against right. a girl named Maria. And 
honestly, I really like Maria. She's very like loud and boisterous. So I feel like I can get why people don't. Right. Like maybe she may like not her. be everyone's cup of tea. Like because you would she's straightforward. She's yeah, very, very straightforward. You would think seeing her that she would be someone who you don't like. But truly, like she's done nothing wrong. No, she has not done anything mean. The thing that she said that was considered drama in other people's eyes is she was saying that another girl who thought that she was too old and her time clock was ticking, she said, she's not old at all. I'm her age, like, we're fine. Yes, and basically she was, um, what is that called? Um, defending. Well, she was defending her, but at the same time she was kind of minimizing that girl's How feeling. Yes. Like, So oh the wor- worst case, she this was minimizing, yes, she was minimizing someone's feelings, but like not in a hateful way. Right. Like she was trying, she was saying, oh my like, God, she doesn't need to worry about that. Yeah, yes, she doesn't need to worry. Like she shouldn't be worrying about she her think, oh, time no, clock. She shouldn't worry about that. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like she was doing it in a sweet way. It got all twisted around, and then when someone tells the bachelor about you and you starting drama and all this, it just, it's a bad look. Yes. Usually, even if the girl who is getting told on is a complete angel, which I think Maria is, it's a bad look, no matter what. Even if the other person is a cray cray, like it's just, it doesn't look good for you to for have someone drama to bring in your name to his attention. Well, I don't yeah. like, I, I just think in general, people do not like people that are very straightforward. They yes. always think that they have like an ulterior motive, but really she is who she is. Yes. And that is what I like about her. And, but I do, I will say the day that she changed on the group date, and I think this is why the girls don't like Ooh. her, is she because she changed into a sexy outfit. And I think it's because she's older and just more like, confident like, more confident like, in herself yeah. yeah she has a little bit of time with this guy she's gonna show him yeah what she she's wants. like i want to change into something cute and i think that the other girls had like an issue with it right. my issue not even so sydney goes home obviously they go on a two-on-one he has a better connection with maria she goes home and um then leia the girl who got the the date card thing that who threw it initially in the, gave me good vibes. Yes, I loved her at first. Initially, I she very gave much me good vibes. Her. Yeah, she's she a drama. is the worst. She is like a super mean girl. So she she's was mad. Three, and I'm not yes. against twenty three year olds, but, but we all know we're how all, we were. Yes. Twenty three. I called Mandy a not nice word. <laughs> yes, and we'll um, get into this later. Oh, that's fun. Because okay, when I <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Yes, because we did get questions about how we all became friends. So I, I did want to talk oh. a touch on that a little bit later. Yeah. I am a nice person. Yes. Now I'm just now. <laughs> just You're not mind. 23 anymore. No, I'm old. But this Leia girl, it was mad at the other girl for being nice to her whenever the other girl went home. Whenever Sydney went home, yes. she was mad at her friend for being nice to Maria. Yeah, and I just am like, that is so immature. Super petty. Yeah, like what? She's like, I can't believe that you are being nicer. And she's and this other person, the person that she was like, upset with is older like our age yeah and she was she's like, the one she is the one who is <laughs> having an issue with like being older, too old like for us. the show yes yeah and she was and she was like wait so you're bothered that i'm being nice to her she's like well i'm not gonna make her feel yeah i'm not gonna make her feel for bad being the one chosen yeah and it, it was just funny how how leia after that tried to justify it because i honestly think she heard how this, crazy that this sounded. all circles back to how i started this episode stephanie I just love you. 
You know, it's hard to find. Good it friends. really is to find people who talk good about you when you're not around. Yes. You know what I mean? Like she's so like butthurt that she's treating this girl nice. Yes. Can you believe that? No. So then that happens. And then this week, let me at least, I don't know. I feel like we're so in between. I need the, the highlights of this. So week. of this week, he goes on a one-on-one with um, Kelsey T. Okay. Kelsey T. They go on um, a circus Soleil or Cirque. How do you say that? Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And he almost gets sick. Oh. Yeah. Like he has issues, but he ends up giving her a rose. Um, she gets a rose and then he goes on a group date where he gives, I think it was Rachel a rose. Okay. And then I there was another one-on-one. I'm not 1,000% who he took who went home which is maria maria i was gonna say i saw a preview and i thought maria had the other date but i didn't get maria did have a one-on-one and just this is actually pretty like abnormal i feel as though people that go on -on two-on-one dates never really get a one-on-one date they're usually like throwaway like sort of dates he's really trying to see if something is like there but i think he really likes it every date he goes on i feel as though he genuinely likes them Mm -hmm. so uh what's her name maria gets a rose jess goes home he sends her home on the group date <gasps> jess, jess with the the raspy voice yeah, jess the, the young. one that was crazy oh. the first episode I, yes yes goodbye jess yes. is gone thank yes God. goodbye so she was kind of feeling insecure and she brought that up and he was like yeah you're feeling insecure for yes reason. and he was like i'm just not feeling it i don't think i can get there like let me walk you so out he's, sort oh, of situation so he sent her home before the rose yes Yes. He sent her home before the rose. And then the next, uh, the other two that went home was, I think her, her name's Kelsey, not Kelsey T that went on the right. Did Daisy make it? Oh, of course. Daisy made it. Daisy's like top four. No. Oh, the Lexi went home. No way. Lexi went I home. thought I she was a final four. Okay, so me too. She probably would have been, but she asked it. She's the one what that happened? has, endri- she has endometri- uh-huh. endometriosis. What happened? Yes. She asked him his timeline and he said, <gasps> oh, so he so said, he her home. no, 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 no. So she asked him his timeline uh-huh. and he said, after this, I want to be engaged for two to three years. After that, I know that's, that's a, a long time, a long engagement. And then well, they don't know each other. Well, but okay, which makes sense. So a, a two to three year engagement. And, and then after they get married, he wants another two, two to, years, another two years before having kids with his wife to get to be right. Which I together. think is bullshit because then you could. Why would you engagement. not get that? Why would you not get that the first two to three years? Yeah, right. As you're engaged. But also he did say that's that a that long may change. engagement. He did he say also, that it might you change. You don't know what you don't know. Right. But she took it as, I'm out of here. <laughs> Motorcycle. Yeah, sorry. I have the sorry. windows open. It's, yeah, it's hot up here. But so he basically, she said, okay. And she took that conversation and kind of left and sulked in it and kind of like thought it over and then went to him and was like, listen, this timeline, I like you a lot. 
And I don't want to take away from you and what you want. It's just not in the cards for us. Um, I need with my fertility issues. I need someone who has like a little bit Ready faster. And cause she's in her thirties as well. Right. So she doesn't have six so how years to just throw her away. Leaving? Cause um, I really thought she was going to be at the end. He was end. pretty hurt, but I feel as though I don't know he if just, it was because of her or if it was because he's like, Oh my gosh, people are leaving. leaving. What? if it it's not going to work out for me because people are leaving and they're not here for me Mm -hmm. like I don't know how sad he was that it was her specifically or it was a realization that oh my gosh people can leave me here Mm -hmm. so um but he seemed to be okay especially because she she was a front runner in my mind right and Nick Vial, I listened to, I didn't listen to his latest one, but last week he said something about how producers will kind of see someone who's lead worthy. Uh So like a Daisy or something like that. He didn't say that he had heard that this happened, but they'll kind of dangle the idea of what would you do if you were the bachelorette? Uh So they dangle that idea. So that person might be like, maybe I won't stay with him. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's not the best match. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we're not the best. And maybe I, there are greener skies. Like Susie, apparently. Greener skies. Uh, Susie, greener skies. <laughs> oh, we are naming this episode. Greener, greener skies. skies. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Write it down so I don't forget. Y'all didn't catch that, did yeah. you? But um, Susie, apparently on Clayton's. Oh no. That's fine. We have enough content on Stephanie's <laughs> yes. camera. Um, but apparently Susie got that kind of enticement. Oh. But she didn't take it. Okay. Um, but some now people she wishes she had. Right. No, <laughs> no, because she's been asked. Susie has okay. been asked and she's okay. just like not about it. Mm-hmm. Um Can I tell you guys yeah. the most annoying thing about watching this shit? Tell what? us. Guys, this is the last rose. <gasps> Oh, oh yes, the Joe, narr- like the whole narration of the whole thing. Shit. It's the last yes. rose. He's picking up the last rose, and he walks in the room. Guys, this is the last rose. Yes, have you? Did you see him making fun of himself the week no. prior? So he was laying in Ladies, the pool. This is final rose. Yes, with the KFC bucket, Ladies, and he was it's like, "Time to go." No, listen. He goes, "Ladies, kick rocks." He was like <laughs> making fun of himself. He was like, don't they know it's the last rose? And we he know. And he was like inflectuating his voice. And he was like, ladies, it's this the is final. the last rose. Yeah. This is the last rose. This is the last rose. He was making ladies, fun of himself. Ladies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows how ridiculous it, is. it ridiculous it is. He was like, ladies, kick rocks. That's <laughs> just so He comes funny. in with the same facial expression yeah. every time. I'm like, telling you though, Steph, because you didn't watch before. So they had a previous host, which was Chris Harrison. He had been the host for the entire right. Franchise. And he did something wrong because he said something wrong. Aside and, from yes, that, she, though, we he thought he could never be replaced. We were like, "There's no way he can never be replaced." Jesse comes in, and we're it's like, the "Same." You they don't, don't have yeah, a we're hard like, job. Chris, who? They literally announce what is actually happening when Chris it's who? happening. We're like, "Yeah, yeah no well, shit. you would we think." Didn't need you to announce but they had stuff. they had a couple other people come in before that, oh. and we were like, "Oh, it's never going to be the same." Like even the girls oh, hosted, I can't handle this. and we're like, "It's never going to be the." same and then jesse comes in and we're like chris who yes like love yes. chris harrison but who is that <laughs> yes um so also love is blind okay so i this is why i have not watched bachelor this week because i am so into love is blind that i am blind like i am blinded to any other show well, it, it surprises me that you're so blinded that you're not caught up 
three episodes today. came out today. I can't I watched, watch it today. Listen, I watched all three. When would I have watched it? When do you have time? Nap time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> while my little, kids are napping. While my kids. four-year-olds are napping. Yes. And I, I do work while I watch. But I like I do while they nap. No, I'm when, when y'all leave, when this episode cut. Yeah. I'm you're going to go watch it. Yes. So I have an I'm hour while so they nap. Into it. An hour while I have planning time. And then an hour after school. So I watched three episodes today because I had to be caught up. It's so good. Beyond. Like it's Bachelor so good. can kick rocks. Yeah. I <laughs> love it, Bachelor, but Love is Blind. I don't know what it is because all these other like, and I've said this before, but like all these other Love Island and um, Married at First Sight and all this other stuff I've never gotten into, but Love is Blind. Holy moly. It's in last season sucked in every time last season really let me down it was good but it let me down in such a way that this season's not this season is very good why did it let you down because no one stayed together even through the show like it was just all a mess they were like three couples and they were all shitty it was just it was bad but I was still so into it I didn't even think like oh I'm so let down I was like this show is amazing I still watched it but I was like no this is just not good like they only had three couples and I was like, there's you no have one. to watch this show. It's really good, Stephanie. She's like, I'm not watching another show. Yeah. I, but you, I will not. you know, though, I'm not a show watcher. I don't watch shows. I watch That's The Bachelor. No, it's not. I watch The Bachelor. I watch Big Brother and I watch Love is Blind. Thank you. Those I was are like, like, Love Actually. Those are like 10 episodes a week. So you are a show watcher. No, no, and because I do not believe you. Actually, uh, Love is Blind is probably about 14 episodes. And in all, maybe can we talk about the one time that we were watching Big Brother in the hotel room when we went to Fredericksburg for a girls weekend? And Stephanie's like, wait, fill me in on everything. And I was like, good night. No, I'm not even talking about that part. I'm like dancing, having a great time. Like we're, we're we yeah. probably have them right now. Oh, my God. So, yes, we're having a great <laughs> I forgot time. about this. We're all sitting in bed together watching this Big Brother show. I have no idea what's going on. One, I'm drunk. Cool. And two, we're in Fredericksburg. Like, yes, it was it was a girls weekend away. Um, And then I'm like, let's take a selfie <laughs> and send it to our husbands. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. We take a selfie. And I've literally been serenading them with the song that I was obsessed with, like in their faces. And um, I look at the selfie and my teeth are black. <laughs> and I'm like, have you guys been. Let me see your tongue right now. Oh my gosh. Let have me y'all? See. Oh my gosh, y'all's tongues are That's red. That's the one you've been looking at. The me one downside to red wine is the teeth. I literally, I think we all died laughing for yes. like 20 minutes. Oh, we minutes. died laughing. They like, make like tell me they make like wipes for your teeth, but I the the reviews aren't good, so I'm like this must be like toxic. I'm not going to use them. I would use them if I <laughs> if I drank red wine. I'd use them. I feel like because it just takes away from like your credibility <laughs> when someone no, looks at you should. and your teeth are red when you're saying something <laughs> as it should. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. And you're no longer credible. I swear to God. So we you went could to be when being we went so deep with someone and your um, teeth are red. We went to Napa in October with Alex's dad's dad, Alex's dad and stepmom, excuse me. Um, and okay, this is a very expensive gala. Each ticket was six hundred dollars. That's to go. great. But each bottle of wine that you drink, it's three hundred plus dollars right. bottle of wine. And, and it's, it's unlimited wine. 
Okay. Oh my gosh, that's going to lead us into a whole thing. So we're just leaving Big Brother behind. But um, <laughs> we weren't. Yeah. Holy moly! Did I ever tell you? Oh, did you drink a lot? The wine was teeth flowing. The okay. teeth were purple. So yes, there's been a lot of pictures that have come out to date that the teeth are very purple. <laughs> and um, so I am 33 years old. My husband is 35 years old. His dad is 66 years old. He's a fucking champ. He went to Everest with us. And then um, his stepmom, right? So, guys, I haven't thrown up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, where'd you throw up? In Outside the car. At a uh, nice gala? Driving down the highway home. Oh, Just no. head hanging out the window. What is so bad is that. Alex's dad actually doesn't blame me. He blames Kelly, which is Alex's stepmom, for feeding me several glasses of wine. But when you have, you're at a gala that is what one six hundred dollars a ticket. You're gonna drink all the wine that you can, and every wine is freaking delicious. So you, yeah, it's probably are, like good quality. You're trying to get your money's worth, you and then are, you're like, whoops. It's like a, at wines. an open bar at a right. wedding, and I cannot handle it. So, or I just couldn't handle, I guess. And so, um, Alex's dad the next day was like, "Yep, I was cleaning." spinach off the uh, <laughs> passenger <laughs> and i was like good this times. is the most i literally like so yeah. how hungover were you though oh it was terrible did you just want to die i woke up and um you guys know me i love to shower so like i yeah. fell asleep in the shower for, oh like, we three hours, and it was a drought and i <laughs> killed all the water so i killed california and um yeah so i woke up and they're like how you feeling and Thankfully, John Griffin loves me. So he was like, you are no fault, sweetie. <laughs> it's sweetie, not your fault. It's not you. It's the it's wine. everybody else. And I'm like, you're right. It was. It was um, the wine. It's and the then wine. they made me breakfast and I went to go lay in bed and they're like, hey, we want to go over here. And he took a um, road that was windy up and down the mountain. Oh, no. Did you puke again? Oh, no. I mean, I, I literally looked at him and I said, I am about to die. I am literally <laughs> this like. This is what death must feel like. This is what death feels like. And I, I mean, you got to let me out. Like, I gotta just got to walk home. Like, I don't even man. know. I don't even know where I am, but just let me out. Let me out of this car. We got out and I just had to go sit on steps and I had my head in my hands. And they're like, you're not going to make it. And I said, you're no, not going to make it. Just no, kill me now. I'm not like you guys haven't given me alcohol. One, you should just wake me up with alcohol when I'm this hungover. And two, like I'm with my in-laws and I am. I have never been this hungover since I was 21. Oh, that sounds oh, terrible. No, but it was wonderful wine. I literally drink at least a thousand dollars of wine. The wine so is flowing. I really feel great <laughs> about that. Um, the picture you got your money's per- worth, right? Um, purple tea purple tea they're like black you guys should see when we're leaving the gala like the picture of all of us everybody purple tea oh no (laughs) so funny so anyways did anyone drink white wine there sidecar so we started with it so they had this table start like like getting on the white wine train for that eight glasses but when it's really nice white wine which is what they i love their white wine Uh like we had two glasses of white wine um and then it went from there to the like the weakest right to the strongest and their white wine was so good so we start with white and then they work their way out and then you drink the reserves and i'm like that's like 500 dollars a bottle like it yeah. is like we were is that white or red that was red yeah see i would but never their white even wine, drink red i don't really trust you to give you an expensive white because because i'll drink anything correct yeah well, she doesn't yeah. have any like only if it's free her only nose and her me. taste buds as yeah. we know 
from your bachelor or not even bachelor, your pre-wedding day. The night before the wedding. Oh, yeah. Like I'll drink fucking anything. I'll know, stay you'll, anywhere. You'll pass out. Yeah. Like I'll I do open all a, the things. a nice bottle and you just. <laughs> Yes, yeah, you there you should never bring out a nice bottle of champagne after a night at Boomers. When we are in the hot tub in the room. You know what's funny? At think the Roach about, Motel. Think about how young we were though. Yes. And I'm like, babies. I would give anything to be that young again, but like we still couldn't hang. No, I could not hang because I was so exhausted. Yeah, and then we somehow got up the next morning and I was about to throw up in our mimosa Time the next go. morning. Time to the get bar. ready. Yes. To get married. Oh, I remember saying that next day. I was like, I text, or I was like, someone text Jonathan and tell him not to go to Twin Peaks because that's where we're going. Yes. <laughs> so I could have my blood, Bloody Mary and my BLT. Yeah. Chicken tenders and Bloody Mary. Yes. Oh, Bloody Mary is so good. So Love good. me a Bloody Mary. Okay. So I did have one more thing before we move on to our, yeah, questions. our questions. I feel like you told me this, Rachel, on actually on the podcast where whenever, if you're ever feeling like frustrated or overwhelmed with your child to pretend like you're 80 years old. Did you do this? No. No. Okay. Well, I said oh. pretend you're on camera. Okay. No. no. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I mean, okay. yeah. Don't so this them. one. Okay. So I, I, I actually heard this on um, an Instagram reel and it was if your kid is going through a meltdown or doing something that like it angers you to pretend as though you are 80 years old and the this is the only chance you get to come back and see your child in Ooh, that moment that's good. and treat them as though you are getting to come back in that moment. Don't make me and cry, Mandy. I know. And I just, and I thought you had told me this no, for some reason. No, I said pretend you're on camera. No, but it, it hit me. I <laughs> so was you don't like, go to jail. I was like, this is the most... <laughs> So no one judges you. So no one judges don't you. Don't pretend you're on camera. <gasps> no, but oh, yes. You're going to make me cry. Yes, pretend like you're 80 Stop. years old and the only chance you have to get back and talk to them is in this moment and how will you treat them? So I was like, that is the most amazing thing. So like this has been like kind of burning in my brain right. thinking of this. So how long have you been thinking uh, this? Maybe a couple of days. Okay. So last night I had a dream mm-hmm. and I didn't have a dream about my children, which you, you would think I would. I had a dream about my childhood friends in my neighborhood, Mm -hmm. about all of them being children again, and me going around and hugging every single one of them and pretending as though, but I I also wasn't 80. Thank goodness. But like just me going back as me now and seeing all of my childhood friends that in my neighborhood as little kids. And I went around and I hugged all of them and was like, just it was so cute. But I was like, why didn't I do that? Like, why wasn't this a dream about my kids? Like you would have thought that it would have been, but it was about making you're making it relative relative to where you are right now. Yeah, I guess so. And who would be a different age Mm -hmm. and everything. But yeah, it was so you will never think about disciplining your kids the same ever again. That is such a good way to like, you know, a lot of a lot of like what you do in life, especially raising children. It's a mind game. It really is. And like you really can look at it from two perspectives because I feel like I could be like in my day and so frustrated and then I'll like watch someone on social media and they're like doing their day and everything. And I know they have their frustrating moments, but I'm just like, you know what? 
I shouldn't be so worked up over this. Like I should be handling it this this different way. But that's a really good way to put it. Like yeah. act like you're coming back in time and you have another chance. Yeah. Yeah. Because like Charlie will just all of a sudden do something. She punched Thea in the face the other day. You guys. <laughs> I oh, did not expect that. I know. I didn't expect it. It just came to my head because I totally forgot it's all this the happened. hair pulling. <laughs> She's over it. No, Charlie, literally, you guys. And She's over <clears throat> Thea pulling her hair. And No, because Thea did not do shit. And Thea not did, today. And A, Thea did not She's react. Thea did not react to the punch, she, which is, is that's even crazy. That's what happens to the second child. Yes, they. She is just like tough. So, Jonathan, I'm doing what? something. I think I'm like cooking dinner, or I'm doing something, and all of a sudden, Jonathan goes, "What did you just do? Did you just punch your sister in the face?" And I was like, "What? Wait, Thea and- punched Charlie?" And he's like, "No." no. <laughs> But Charlie, apparently, he because after he like spoke to her about it, he came back and he goes, I think she got so excited. She just like punched her. She She just knocked her out. Yeah. And I I look and Thea, I go over to Thea and she's got got red on her face. And and Thea never cried. Didn't do She just kind of like, she's always been a champ. She's such a champ. (laughs) She fought her way into this world. Yeah. But yeah, Charlie punched her and i even told charlie i was like listen charlie lets thea do anything to her I so this know. is like insane and she even said to me oh she gets everything she said that oh my god and i go i go because i was do you cutting- want me to replay your childhood yes. for you little lady i know because i was cutting up thea's strawberries and she wanted chocolate and i was like listen she you want to hear about mess Yes, yes. I've been your snack bitch for years. <laughs> just because I tell you to hold on. No, but she literally was just punched her. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan was, and I told her, I was like, Charlie, you could get in so much trouble at school if you did that. And did and like, cause she told me, she was like, I didn't mean to, it was an accident. And I was like, well, A, it wasn't an accident. Like it was on purpose, but I was like, you could get in big trouble at school. You would have to go see your principal if you did that at school. So like, let's not punch people. Like let's punching. Let's rein is it a in. No, no. But I don't know why I brought up punching. Why did I bring this up? What were we talking about? Love Anything is blind? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember. Oh, the oh kids. Oh, 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 acting crazy. Like whenever Charlie like does something like the way I want to parent her is as if I get to come oh, back in that thing. moment. No, that's such a good way. That's yes. anyone listening. I'm sure that probably really resonated with you because you thought that you heard it from me, but I've never heard that before. And now I'm going to go into tomorrow. And yes, and then you're going to tell oh, Ryan yeah. and he's going to cry. Yeah, and then, he's going to start bawling his eyes out. Yes. I personally just always use, I want to feel how she feels. Mm-hmm. So I go down a level. I don't go up a level. I don't want to think that I'm looking back on this moment. I always want to think about how is this moment for her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when she's in what a she tantrum, when she's kicking, yes. How did mommy respond? Mm-hmm. How did... Because truly they, they are they learning remember. from us. And so being, it's so funny because now I've given her very much like a, if something is wrong, I'm say, it's okay. We just need to fix it. And so now every time she does something wrong and she knows it's wrong. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's okay, mommy. And I'm like, okay. Like it's okay. To it's it. not so, okay, but it's okay. It, it, it's, it's okay. It, <laughs> every, it's okay, mommy. It's okay. Uh, no, thank you. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, is all she says to me. But it's, um, this is my favorite 
parenting age, I think, so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I only two have and one, half. and she's two and a half as of tomorrow. Um, and I truly enjoy being with her every single day. I mean, I think that was my favorite age, too. There's whatever, but every day she's learning something new. I tell her something. She picks it up. She is so, like, it's a sponge. Like, it's mm-hmm. always been a sponge, but now it's like she's able to tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... This is my favorite. Yeah. Ugh. I can't even. Kids are the freaking best. Like, I want to video every single part. Of, like, she told me that she wanted to go to the park today. I picked her up a little bit early and I said, you know what? Hell yeah, we're going to the park. And we just spent an hour at the park just doing whatever she wanted to do. And do y'all go to Bear Creek Park? That uh-huh. one over there. That's a good park. Off of Keller Smithfield. Yeah. Her daycare is right there um, in the south, like south like side of yeah. Keller or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's this. I can't even imagine it getting. And he, I know it always gets better. Yeah. And I love the baby stage. We all love the ba- for no. baby stage for certain, <laughs> for certain reasons. Well, I didn't really love it, but. Um, but we don't hate it. I don't, I didn't hate it. Rachel's like, <laughs> Rachel's fave. It wasn't my fave. <laughs> but now, like y'all have a kid that's older than I do. So y'all always know what's coming. And yeah. I'm just coming into this and. Um, kind of like how we are like every single year we're like this is my favorite year I don't want to get older and then you do and then you're like this is my favorite uh-huh. year like truly it does it just keeps getting better and better I feel that about my own age but I feel that about my daughter I feel that about my own age I feel age. that about my own age but I love every year more and more like I would I, I want to stay this age forever no I'll stay this age forever like it keeps I feel luckily, like thankfully I could, I could freeze right here and be content where for the rest Charlie of your life. is and where Thea is for yeah. the rest of my life. I feel like I could be happy. Yeah. I don't hate where I am. Yeah. I just feel like I had so many great, great, great years from 30 or 27 to 31. And then I had Amelia. And then it was, it's just been kind of surviving. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel it. I and feel you. And now we're talking about having a second one. Speaking of getting the IUD out tomorrow. Oh, good luck. Ooh, tomorrow. Um, <laughs> funny story. Um, my husband has decided that we need a marathon before I take out my IUD. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, it's happening tomorrow. Did you run it today? <laughs> uh, we It's marathon. Okay. Uh, not today. He actually told me I couldn't podcast because I was supposed to marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, Sorry, bro. Um, and also supposed to do a marathon yesterday, but it only happened. Okay. Okay. This is so oh, Wait, running a marathon, so, right? Like so a funny. real, like 26.2 miles? Guys, my husband, he works from home. So sometimes I get off in the middle of the day and I just come home. And this guy's just naked in the office waiting for me. Naked? No. Like legit butt ass naked. If I, if I came home with naked. Jonathan naked, and I would he's die. he's just staring at me. And I'm like, like waiting on. for you? So is it because he knows that you're coming home? Yes. Like oh, waiting okay. for you yes. in the office? If Ryan did does that, he, I would literally does laugh he have his feet up? in his face. Uh, does he have his feet up? Please no, tell me no, his feet no, are no, up. No, his feet are done. <laughs> Usually. Um, and then I say usually. <laughs> Usually. Like this happens more this than happens once. This happens all the time. But yesterday he was like, Come on, baby. So like, that's okay, the marathon you're not... talking, not running. Oh, I thought you meant running 26.2 miles. I'm laughing my ass off. No. no. <laughs> he Mandy's like, wait, before... but don't you have to train for that? No, he wants yeah. a lot of sex before my IUD comes out, before you have to protect. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And then I was like. We use the pullout method. I know, but then, <laughs> but I hate the pullout method. Because it doesn't. It, it makes it, it feels empty. Is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird? Is too much? We'll put an explicit warning on this one. I'm dying. It feels empty. I don't know. That's so funny. That is I just, so funny. Oh, he like... Anyway, I could go <laughs> in, you. but I will not. Um, on my lip and- gloss. <laughs> 
Um, so we obviously have to use other means of consciousness. I was like, watch me be the person that gets my IUD out. I happen to be ovulating the week that I get my IUD out. I was like, like the I day literally after. told my husband, I was like, sperm live for five days. Uh-huh. And if I'm immediately fertile. Anything is possible. After I take this IUD out, I'm going to be the one that is ovulating this week. No, you yeah. will be the one. You are. You are the one. You are the one. You're the so chosen one. You Don't are. be surprised. Us and the other, we're just not as lucky. No, no. Guys, I need my whole goal. Some people are just touched guys, by I'm, God in that way. I'm, I'm a planner. <laughs> You're God's fave. I'm a planner. I don't want to be pregnant until at least May on. I need months of a normal cycle. Yeah. I haven't had a cycle for nine years because I took out my ID with Amelia and I got pregnant a week later. Yes. Um, and then I threw it back in because I was so scared. <laughs> so scared. <laughs> yeah. I said, put it back in. I don't care. Um, and I have been struggling with hormonal issues, um, just so many different things. And I wanted a few months before I wrecked my body for two years of hormonal. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> to way bring to bring another beautiful child into this world. <laughs> to bless. Um, yeah. I'm very excited about that. I really am. I'm I'm very, very excited at this point to bring a second baby in. I think that So question. With your first, you didn't find out until you actually had her what the gender was. So with your second, is that going to be the same thing? I would assume. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's the plan. Both of y'all agree? I think we do. I think he would be finding out. But to me, this time around, um, which same thing with I feel like going Um, around the first time would have been super hard. So I feel like this time it's like, whatever. We wanted a girl so bad that we got our girl. And now I am so, so happy with either, either one. Kind of indifferent. Because yeah. I would That's be how I thrilled was. Yeah. if she has a sister. And I am thrilled if she, she has, has a, brother. a brother that this is so much easier to not find out. And I just, we already have everything gender neutral. And I think there was, we got a lot taken away from us because we had her when COVID spiked again and nobody could be in the hospital with mm-hmm. us, nobody could it's nice come in into way. the hospital. Well, we wanted to announce at least in person. Right. Not necessarily that I wanted people like all there. of my business, but I didn't want to tell people over FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And we ended up having to do that. And I was so drugged. Oh my gosh. Because I had a C-section um, and my IV was not in the right spot. So I was drugged for like a day. Because I was just absorbing all the drugs they were giving me. Um, Ooh, I didn't know that. Yes, you did. Did I? I didn't get any of my pain medication or nausea medication or anything. And it just... Because it was just going into your body, not your vein? Mm-hmm. <gasps> no, so I did not know When that. I got back to my hospital room, my arm was like two times the size of my arm because it had infiltrated. And they didn't realize that they were giving me all these sedating medications um, and pain medications. And so over 24 hours, my body slowly absorbed them. And I was Ooh. dying. Like, <gasps> I was just so, like, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. No, I, didn't I was know miserable. That. I was, so in recovery, like, I was nauseous. I was in pain. And I just, at some point, I said, hey, these meds aren't working. Stop giving them to me. Cause I don't, I already didn't want medications. And so I let them give me some and it wasn't working. And <laughs> then I get back to the room and I realize why they were not working is because they were not the IV was not in my vein. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't notice before that. But if you're on like all those medications, it makes sense. Right, I'm coming out of a major surgery. Yeah, and um, 
But <laughs> despite that, I'm excited for a second baby. I'm excited for, I had a lot going on with my first baby, mm-hmm. being in the end of my master's program. And you know what you know now. So whenever you go into your second baby, like you can take what you learned it's from your even, first one. I just want to be pregnant. Like I just want to be pregnant and not having a million things going on. Right. Yes. Like I get just that be being you. a mom is a big deal and working full time. But to me, that is nothing compared to what I was doing Mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with Amelia. And you guys both know like what you were doing at the hospital, like 14 days in a row, like doing 12 hour shifts. Like it was nonstop, literally up until the day that I went into the hospital for her. So I cannot wait to have the second baby and just get pregnant and have an easy go at it. Knock on That's what they want to give me. You never Um, know. But that's the plan. My ID is coming out tomorrow and she's going to be pregnant the next day. Yeah, she's going to be pregnant. She's going to be pregnant (laughs) the day that this comes out. So everyone (laughs) wish Stephanie a happy pregnancy. I've had a really great night of fertile fertile wine, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay, so we have been recording for an hour and 17 minutes. Yeah, so we need to do the questions. Yes, you guys asked questions. As always, you always come through with the questions. So we're going to answer those. Okay, so first question, who are your best guy friends? And I guess I'll go first because I used to have all guy friends. Same. Like that's who I used to always be friends with. I'm still friends with a few of them, but I use the friend or the term friend loosely because I'm not. Because you used to sleep with all of them? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Okay. I was about to say never. <laughs> I'm kidding. Never. I, I honestly, I'm not saying that dramatically. <laughs> never. I never slept with I any of my guy it. friends. Never. But honestly, th- there are so many like, um, Skylar, Ryan, or Ryan, her husband, her husband. I was friends with him. I was friends with Michael. And I feel I like in just, high school, that was my like group. You just had like yeah. a group of, of guy friends. Yeah. But I will say now, probably the only guy friend that I would have has passed Ryan. away. Oh, no, has passed away. Chad. Okay. If Chad was still alive, he would probably yeah. be my own one and only. Like if he called me up and was like, hey, we're going to go have a few drinks. Jonathan would a feel comfortable with me going or kind of he'd be like hey like get home safe um but (laughs) b yeah he'd be like be careful but b like I would go out with him but like all my other guy friends they have wives that you grow up and that kind of goes away I feel like that's Mm -hmm. what happened with me because I used to have excuse me in high school like guy friends like Mandy was talking about but then like growing up in my 20s I had like guy friends but then yeah our lives just kind of move along so I feel like my guy friends are like my friends husbands husbands, yeah but not outside of our relationship yeah like I wouldn't just randomly text Jonathan or Alex but they're like my guy friends yeah yeah Yeah, that would be weird that's like the extent of my guy friends I don't have like guys on the side that I like text or no yeah Chad would literally be the only person that I would go out with to go have drinks yeah no one else i would never be like hey ryan let's go have a few yeah i don't have like direct guy friends it's like yeah. my f- my friend's husbands or yeah. like my guy friends. yeah i think to me it's joseph yes actually yeah but he's also jonathan's friend right so. he's all of our friends um but I he was joseph- he was stephanie's bridesmaid <laughs> yeah saying yeah like i think that um i knew him before i knew alex and he took me in and I think that's how I met Ryan before I mm-hmm. met Rachel. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Joseph was my bridesman. 
on Bright's my side. Man. Yeah. The, and I spilled orange juice on him. You sure did on, on his, his shirt. And his shirt. Yeah. I popped champagne on, on him. On the sure. wedding day. On right? the wedding day. Yeah. yeah. We were getting ready to take pictures and I was like. He's such <gasps> a good sport though. He is. Bless his little okay. I love Joseph. Last week. <laughs> referencing last week. The one thing that I would say is a must have at a wedding. Uh-huh. A wedding planner. Yes. A thousand so, percent. Like a point of contact. If no. nothing else. No, no, no. Not even a point of contact. I mean, I with for my wedding planner, obviously I had a destination wedding. There's nothing, there's not one thing I would change about my wedding. Um, besides maybe not stocking the alcohol in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but besides that, the um wedding planner was such a key because I told myself, you know, the whole point of a destination wedding for me, even though we had 80 people, is that we had two events or one or two events before my actual wedding. And that's where I got all my hellos. Thank you for coming. And on my wedding day, I was on the dance floor. Like, yeah, you, you didn't have to yeah. worry about You couldn't find me anywhere people. else. I was on the dance floor, the bar. Like, Yeah, I talked to people and I wanted to talk to people. I didn't do the whole like, thank you for coming. Blah, right, blah, blah. right. And my wedding planner, I had a few meetings with her beforehand. And she set up everything how I would want it to be set up. And then she never once came to me with an issue. Mm-hmm. She handled every single thing. Right lucky and that is something that i think i only i paid her fifteen hundred dollars which i know is a lot of money but not not really in the grand scheme and the grand scheme of things though that is something that i would budget for. i paid mine like 700 but i was her first client yes <laughs> you were I lucky would, you were yeah. her first client yeah i have someone just she i didn't i was like worry about a just, single just handle everyone for night. me also, handle everything if anyone is in need of a wedding planner rachel's wedding planner does that now yeah she so does. if you need a name we will let just you know of someone yeah because truly like i got to like the very end i was very stressed out for some reason just about coordinating everything and like i just needed a point of contact like you were saying like no that's not but for me we had like our venue and there was like a point of contact, but like they kept changing positions. Like the venue wasn't reliable. And so I needed someone who would go there and like handle everything that was not affiliated with the venue. Like, yeah, cleaner, I mean, like I was the venue. Yeah. Like we rented out the house and then we brought everything else. What? Yeah. Had to be brought in. in. So even though it was a destination wedding, it was very much um, planned planned destination wedding yeah yeah no it wasn't a big package no it was not a package deal it was was a year planning and it was i know it was so beautiful i was getting like all the snapchat there's not one thing that i would do different about how i did it because i really feel so good it was so beautiful and the guest book so the guest book everyone took photo pictures and they wrote like a message while they were there. yeah oh what did i write i would love to know what drunk we're waiting until year five oh you haven't even looked i've never looked at the book Please it's tell me I like. Please tell me I wrote everyone something. Everyone, hi Steph. I, love Rach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> please tell me I wrote. We'll something. write something later, and I'm yeah. gonna tell you. Hey, BBL, be back later. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're gonna wait till year five, and it's gonna be like Mandy it's didn't even sign there. it. Oh, yeah. Man. What if you didn't even sign it? You may not have. And I, I was I, like, I, Mandy, you have to, and you're like, No, I gotta go dance. I gotta go. Yes. Spice Girls are on. It's very possible that happened. Yeah. I don't know. We okay. Next question. Yes. Okay. Um, were y'all friends before you met your hubbies? Yes. No. <laughs> no. No, that is not true. No, we were not. Our hubbies brought us together, right? Yes. No. <laughs> I don't yes. know what happened. No, I knew your husbands before I yeah. knew y'all. Yeah, so were y'all friends before you met your hubbies? No. No. We were not friends. No. Before we met our, our husbands, husbands before I met y'all. Yes. 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 Stephanie knew... 
And Mandy knew. I knew Jonathan and Ryan. Since he was three. Yes. I knew Jonathan and Ryan. I was actually better friends with Ryan. Mm -hmm. I did not know who you were. I knew that he was serious with someone. Yeah. I knew you were a bitch. Okay. (laughs) That's very strong. Whoa. Pump the brakes. That's a strong word. No. Stephanie was not very nice to me when I came into the group. That's true. Yes. These are. Oh, I'm glad you admitted it. Hold on. Wait. So how did you meet Alex again? Our. He worked. No, because the boys didn't know Alex either. No, I yeah, brought, you I brought Alex into yes. the group. So how did you meet Alex then? Connie. Who was Connie? She worked at. Wild. She's a wild gal. She is a wild child, but I like Connie. Um, Connie's one of my faves. So Connie was the girl that I met at Flips when I was a senior in high school going the summer into college. Okay. And I was a hostess at Flips when they were very first opening. Okay. So and how does she know Alex though? Because she went to Central High School. And Central. so when I went to okay. my freshman year, Connie moved with me, even though she wasn't actually going to school. She said, hell yeah, I'll come along. And so she ended up being my freshman roommate. So were with you friends with Ryan and Jonathan? Mm-hmm. How, because of Joseph? Not Jonathan. Ryan. Just Ryan. Because Jonathan had just come back. So how did you meet Ryan? So Allie. 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 Okay. It's all so making then sense. Yeah. Whenever I moved back and came back to the area, I started working at Texas Roadhouse. I met Allie Rivera. Yes. She's my gal. Name also. drop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then Allie grew up with Joseph yeah. and Jonathan and whatever, not Ryan necessarily. Um, and so I lived with Allie and I met Joseph and I met Ryan that way. And then Jonathan had just come back. Come back from military. And I yeah. had I had I had barely met him. Yeah. Before I met everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I remember me coming into the group was so bad. Like the girls in this group are Like who? Um Stephanie specifically and Maddie and Which is Stephanie's sister. Yes, and there uh, a few Deja. You don't like her. No, they were no, so mean, y'all. If you have ever watched Mean Girls, I am Katie Heron and, and they Stephanie's are Stephanie's Regina the George? Yes. No, I no. I am not. No, she was Gretchen Wiener. She was, Wiener. The leader. Okay. She was Gretchen Wiener. Maddie Maddie was, Maddie was uh, Regina George and Deja was, what's the other one? Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doesn't know no. what's going on all the time. Well, yeah. all I know is that me and Deja were really good friends. And then she was like, listen, they would give me crap if a new guy came in. So I have to give the new girl. And I was like, but but the no, new but girl's me. But I was like, but the new okay, girl's they me. They also were so hateful for me on me for yes. like three years. Yes. So I, I wasn't I even really friends with them when I was giving you shit. So you had I barely actually, just made the cut when this yeah, was no, I, I didn't make the cut. Okay. That's why she's Gretchen Wiener. I think I think I just made the cut like last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, I cannot. But yeah, it was not good. They were not very nice to me. It took Jonathan breaking my heart in two for them to be like, oh man, we feel bad for her. And then they started liking me. So it all ended up working out, right? Would you say that's when the tables turned? I don't think so. You don't think so? When did you start liking me? What's the tea, Stephanie? Yeah, tell me. When did you really start liking me? And what, ooh, what made you not like me? I know I'm a bitch. No, no, no. You're I don't, not, I don't think. I don't think there's anything other than you, like, not being, like, not able to have a conversation with right, right up front, which is the same with you and I. Yes. Like, I'm not willing just to have a conversation with anybody. Just to do it. Yes, because that's pointless. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I where people say, misunderstand me, which comes up soon. Um... This is therapeutic. Yeah, I, I, I want to know. I think that when we actually 
got, I don't remember the exact time, but when we actually got to sit down and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Get to know each other. Yeah. Because before when I called you the B word, I will never do that again. Yeah. (laughs) No, you called me fake. I don't know. Would anyone ever think I'm fake? Oh, you're so... No, no. Wait, you called me a fake bitch and I go... And I even said, (laughs) Stephanie, Stephanie, y'all, she called me a fake bitch and I literally looked at her and I was like, Stephanie... I might be a bitch, but I'm not fake. I mean, and I, that was like my tagline. I was like, I'm a bitch, I but I'm not I fake. I need to write that down. I might be a bitch, but I'm not Mandy, fake. Yes, that's the title to this. I'm 21. Yeah. No, the sky's not always green. That's the title of this the episode. The sky's always green. The sky's yes. not I'm always sorry. green. Yes, I know. And we are all really good friends now. That I think it's a fun years, thing. Yes. That was 12 years ago. But I do. Yeah, that was just such a rough time. I do remember that. Amen, because sister. Co- coming into this group was me. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's me. like they haze you as you come in. I was hazed for like six years. Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> you just made the cut. Yeah, last year. And you've been married for four years. My kids two and a half. Right? <laughs> my kids two and a half. <laughs> okay. Next question. Um, what was the last question? <laughs> that was how did we oh. meet? Okay. Did great. we meet before our no, hubbies? So I met Rachel mainly through the apartments mm-hmm. because I really didn't know you through Ryan because Ryan hadn't started dating you yet. Oh, so you knew her before Ryan? No. No, but I got to know her more through the apartment and not necessarily... Yeah, where I used to work. She was at my front desk. Okay, so the next question is, what is something people misunderstand about you? (laughs) Which is so ironic because I feel like people, even at my school, like people don't know the real me because I am not the type of person to really like put it out there. I don't go and have conversations with people just for the sake of having a conversation. Like people probably think I have, I mean, because I, I have RBS. I actually think that's false. So I think people know exactly who you are and because you're very straightforward. No, I think you're very straightforward. Yeah. Like you are like who you aren't. Yeah. You're not going to pretend to be somebody. I want to know if I were to like walk up to you today, like I, I cause I don't, I don't, like know what my impression would be of you, you know? I know. Because you say these things and I'm like, no, but that's not my Mandy. Yeah, well, because a lot of people will go to um, my teaching assistant, Laura, and be like, I just can't get a read on her. That's because you don't give any extras. You are who you are. You don't fluff it. I want to be like that. Yeah, it's nice. Whenever people ask or like, I won't, if you have to ask me and for me to give, I will tell you, yeah, I will tell you my whole life story. You just have to ask. You, but if you're just gonna walk up to me and stand next to me, I can be quiet all day long. Like quiet I don't, bother me. yeah, like I, yeah, quietness does not bother me. I do not have to sit there and wait for you fill to make a conversation. Yeah, fill the air, no. the silent air. Yeah. Like I'm okay in silence. So if you're not okay in silence, have like, you, you always better- been that way? I think so. I think I'm, I'm, I'm an int- I even told like our mother-in-law the other day, I was like, I gain energy from being alone. Yeah. So I mean, that's how I am. My cup is filled when I'm by myself. Yeah. And, but I like, I'm an extrovert. I yeah. like to talk I, to people. I like in the right people. situations. Yeah. yeah. But I gain I would, uh, like some, yeah. I gain things from being alone. Yeah. So I'm an extroverted introvert. But I also think it's yeah. wild because I feel like it stepped both of you out of your comfort zones this business oh yeah, yeah definitely yeah. the lives definitely. the friendships the putting yourselves out there Rachel what is your what do people misunderstand about you do you have something that people misunderstand I feel like you're pretty open 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's much to misunderstand about you. Yeah, to misunderstand, I don't think so. Really, I feel like people can kind of gauge like who I am, but I do feel like because I am a nice person, I feel like I get taken advantage of pretty easily. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like yes. Whereas I'm like, y- you can't take advantage of me because you don't get any opportunities. Yeah, where you, you can because you're so sweet. And I feel, yeah, it's like a good and a bad thing. I feel like both of our personalities, like, and that's why our business works so well. Like, because you bring this personality, I bring this personality and yeah. It meshes. Yeah, it really does. Because I feel like it's easy for me to get my feelings hurt, you know? Or is it? No. Yeah, but like Mandy has, I feel like I, like Mandy has, um, affected like me and my personality like you've given me confidence that I didn't know I had and so I'm glad what what have I given you Mandy you've given me (laughs) (laughs) nothing anxiety (laughs) yeah you make me feel insecure (laughs) you make me think what I'm what am I missing (laughs) what should I be thinking about you should be thinking about this but you are not yes what should I be thinking about no I don't have to think about it because Rachel does yeah that is what's nice I don't have to think about the small things or remember to because when she does think about those things i'm like man no I it really somehow i have no idea how that, ha- that it has to be a god thing because i truly feel like mandy and i our personalities they're so they great so well no they're so great but they have holes in them and like we fill in each other's holes are you my peg <laughs> yes <laughs> that's so funny no it's true like it's it's bizarre like thank god yeah, because there are some things where she's like oh i found this out this is a problem this is a problem or things you don't want to do or yes. things that I excel at and things I don't want to do you are more than willing to take on you know yes I'm, I'm a workhorse so give me things to do that are yeah. non-creative and I'll do yeah. it yeah just but give me like, the give me the task but tell me to like do a video I'm like okay Rachel's got to come in on this one yeah. yeah no I can't not be making a video yeah okay um what is your five-year goal Stephanie, you're up. Yeah, Stephanie probably knows better than anyone what their five-year goal is. Mine's up in the air. So um, this is big. Um, A wellness center. I want to – I've been talking to an investor. This is a new – we've never heard this. Yeah, um, it's kind of new. I've been talking to the same person for, gosh, two or three months. Um, And this is a one to three year plan, probably ultimately five, like all said and done. Um, I love being a nurse practitioner. I love where I'm at. I'm in men's health right now. Um, The goal is to have my own center. And And what would you do in the center? So what makes this different is that we are going to be a one shop. First of all, we're going to do men to start. And then Mm -hmm. potentially if we can grow the center, like have another center for women. They can never be the same. Um, But a one-stop shop for all. So I am all about, there's a conventional medicine and there's non-conventional medicine. Conventional medicine is all about, hey, there's a problem. Here's a drug. Here's a Band-Aid, blah, blah, blah. And there's always a time and place for conventional medicine. I love conventional medicine when needed. I am all about where did this problem start? Mm -hmm. How did it start? How do we fix these problems from getting worse? Yes. And so our goal is to have a center where we're top to bottom. Like it is going to be a very high end. Like center. whole body? Yes. Um, from hair to face. Like Botox? Botox, lasers, okay. plastic surgery. Lasers? That's great. Lasers? 
yes everything oh i'm excited um, hormones we're gonna have red light therapy we're gonna have ivs mm. we're gonna have chiropractors we're gonna have I you mean, say we is it gonna be you as the practitioner are you gonna well, who, who we need so it's us running the center and then we will we're I'm going to be in charge of like referrals and we're going to rent space out and we're going to do, I mean, we're going to have a whole red light therapy. Five years from now, we're going to look back at this podcast episode and be like, Stephanie, you did it. It's a, yeah. I, I just wait for that it. day. I want a chiropractor. I want I stem it. cells. I want, um, hormones. Just a I want whole genetic body testing. Yeah. I want, I want to fix the root cause of somebody's yeah. problem versus just putting a bandaid on right. somebody. Um, that is my goal. And then my goal is to get this center up and running and then we franchise it. That would be so cool. And I've been talking to this investor and he wants me to run it. And wow. So would it be like your business or are you buying a franchise off of? No, no, no. It's not. We are making something. Okay. Okay. Starting like a new idea and then people will. And he is very well connected in the area. Um, I don't know if y'all know who Joe Rogan is. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who he is. And um, Is he the different. investor? No. <laughs> I would be that would, I would shit my pants. That would um, be pretty legit. But there's several people that have been on his podcast that would be involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you guys heard it here first. Yeah. Heard it here first, peeps. That's the goal. My own wellness center. And um, that would be so cool. He wants me to run it and go from there. That's really awesome. I had no idea. You've yeah. been hiding this. I will come visit you. Oh, I will come visit your light or red light therapy. Yeah, that's um, it's really cool. It's going to be ex- more expensive, but it is mm-hmm. literally the most like inclusive, all inclusive type membership you can have. Well, yeah, because a lot of hormones, genetic testing, everything cellular, that you could I mean, possibly need yeah, would be there. Like mm-hmm. a one stop shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's legit. And Botox, too. <laughs> Sign me up. Totally. Mandy, what's your five-year plan? My five-year plan. Okay. You'll be 40. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, My plan, hopefully. Charlie will be 10. Yeah. Hopefully, I will be not working at my teaching job. Hopefully, I'll be doing our boutique that, um, or like not necessarily a stay. I've never wanted to be a stay at home mom, but if my kids are in school, I would love to be a stay at home wife, like taking care of the house, going grocery shop, you know, like even if we're not doing our business, I would love to at least have our home clean. Yeah. Like it, nothing irks me more than coming home to a dirty house (laughs) like I'm like I just I if if anything if I'm not able to stay home and do the business that we love I would at least love to be at least taking care of our home and taking care of the groceries and doing all being a homemaker basically but in all reality I want our business to be like at the forefront where I can do that like that would just be top notch top tier want to be doing that I so badly like I just hope in five years when we're 40 which is psychotic um I just hope I would love to be at a point where yes you're not in your teaching job our business is our like main source of income our husbands are still working but we're able to just travel a bunch with our families I feel like that would be so amazing like 
have our homes and everything. My phone just died. Wonderful. Okay. Well, I still have <laughs> yours is still recording. Okay. But no, have our homes and everything, but like be able to travel or, you know, do, do something like that mm-hmm. with the money we're making from our business. Like I would, I would just love for our business to be at a place where we feel like it's, you know, worth it. Yeah. Giving us like the flexibility to do things like that. that. We've been wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget the little people when you make You're it. You're not Never. a little people. You are going to be top on our list celebrating on those vacations. Yes, you are. Planning them probably. There is <laughs> one last question and it was more for me and I just wanted to make sure we had time for it before we did. And we're actually seven minutes before last episode. So there Ooh. is time. And it asks, what inspired me to be a teacher and how do I feel about the changes that are coming into Keller ISD next year? So first of all, what inspired me to be a teacher is... I was a teacher at a gymnastics gym. I don't know if y'all knew that. That was one of my yeah. first jobs. And uh, I fell in when love. When you were how old? Um, I think I was maybe a sophomore or junior in high school. One of the two. I, I worked there for a few years. And I just enjoyed working with the kids. And I was like, oh, I really like kids. I Obviously, I should be a teacher. This is where I should be. This is where I should be. I'm great with kids. Although I am wonderful with kids. A gymnastics gym does not really like tell you that um, teaching is your day to day. Right. Exactly. But whenever you think about it and then going to be a teacher, you get summers off. You have it's honestly the best if you're going to work the best schedule to have a to family. Be, to, yeah. Family to drop your kids off to pick them up from school. I'm the person that drops them off and picks them yeah, up every day. I can't imagine having summers off either. It, yeah. It's, it's being nice off for Christmas being off yes. for Thanksgiving. Those are things that I do All, not get even though I work a clinic job as a nurse practitioner. Yes you don't get those things mm, I do not. um so i i don't even have to think twice about it i yeah. i get those wonderful holidays off so i it was kind of a no-brainer when I was going to college. I was like, this is what I'll do. I get paid. I get so paid you a family decent members amount. that were teachers? Uh, my Aunt Della. Mm-hmm. My Aunt Della. Um, but other than that, no, that was it. So I, I'm honestly the first person to graduate from college from my family. I'm um, So that that's kind of what drew me to it. But to talk about Keller ISD, about like their decisions for this year, I can't really like speak. It's honestly... If people are upset with the district, they have to then be upset with the state of Texas because the state of Texas is withholding a lot of funding. They are not funding public schools properly and they haven't been funding public schools properly for a very long time since 2019, I believe. So they have not been giving them the correct amount of money. So the things that Keller ISD is having to cut and do is in response Res- to yes yeah, in response in with to what else is having to do yes and everyone else like aka everyone is like well northwest isn't cutting all the stuff well northwest gets extra funding because they are still growing keller isd is Has done no growing. Room to grow, they're yeah. they're no longer growing so they do not get extra funding northwest is still growing when northwest is done growing they are going to be in the exact same boat right they're going to be cutting jobs just the same that's why i'm not jumping ship to go to northwest because it's just gonna happen a few yes years from so now. why am i gonna jump over there learn something brand new get a new classroom do all these things when in just a few years they're gonna be doing the exact yeah, same thing be landlocked yes they're landlocked just like we are so i'm like no there's absolutely no way I'm doing that. How it, many years have you been teaching now? 12. This is 12. Next year will be 13. Um, I'm, 
I just, I feel really bad for the people that had to make the decisions for us. It does, if any, if there is any silver lining, our, our school district has given the people who are getting cuts ample amounts of notice. Right. So they are able to go find a position at other districts. A lot of people who are eligible for retirement are retiring. So there leaves space for other people to move into those positions where people don't have to get let go, fired, those sorts of things. So um, it that is where I kind of like sit with it. I feel like Charlie will be going to Northwest ISD next year. She's not going to be in Keller. So like I don't really have like a skin in the game in that sort of sense because my daughter won't be going here anymore. But it kind of sucks. They're shutting down a whole school. Um, and that's like in Keller. Yeah, it, it's the old Chisholm Trail. Do you know where Chisholm Trail is over by Jonathan's parents house? I that's, know where that is, but um, I don't know. The but it was like school. almost like a college prep sort of a program it's completely gone it's like they're shutting it completely down half of the librarians are going and half South of the Lake counselors they posted a video about how they're having a business school for their kids now. well so they're so different that's where it's different because they have so much money coming in outside from of funding family. yeah from family outside of funding so like that's just where it's a little different um whereas keller it's straight up and people are like, well, I'm paying my taxes. Well, your taxes honestly don't mean anything because your taxes go into a big pool and then they get spread across the state of Texas. It doesn't even necessarily go to your school district. It's crazy because so Keller is so expensive. I know. I know. And that's what kind of stinks. And, and the kid, so we get paid per day per kid who shows up. If a kid is absent, we don't get paid for that day. Which is so nuts. I was, Mandy kid. and I were talking about this at our pop-up. I was like, it's so crazy that it's not by like enrollment. Mm-hmm. Like it should be. Is sick the state one of day Texas, and they don't get not, paid for them. Yeah, we don't get paid because a, a, a child does not show up. So if a parent, so it that's doesn't. that's why they have these crazy like. Rules. Mm-hmm. about them showing up. Yeah, because we need the funding because whether they show up to school that day, we're sp- the teachers getting paid for being there. The supplies are there. The everything is there using that money, but we're not getting paid for that child coming to school that day. So it that's why it's like just all messed up. Nobody is making really good decisions up at the Capitol and all of that. So Keller's getting a really bad rap for making a horrible decision that they have to sort of make. make. Yeah, Yeah. they, they have to at this point. Um, and, and I will also say the whole state of Texas, the only government job that did not get a raise this year is teachers. Everyone else, every other government job. Yeah. Every other government job got a raise this year besides teachers. So I just want everyone to let that sink in. So next time it's time to go vote, you can, you know who to call. And if you, if you are the type to finger pop and call, nobody wants that. Like people say like, of course, like education, like we need more money in education. So how does that actually happen? Like people have to call and complain and who to vote for and who to like make these decisions. Well, who made the decision that teachers don't get a raise? I have no idea. Honestly, to be, to be completely honest, I don't know. That would be something good to know, but yeah. They gotta go. Yeah. They, yeah. I would love to know who made that decision, but, but so a lot of people are very upset with Keller and I would just say I'm upset as well, but there are other people to look at other than someone making a response to what they have to do. And also, I will add, the security 
the state of Texas said that every single school had to have an armed officer on their campus, which I completely agree with, but they gave zero funding to do so. So, so they had to like, find of, the money yeah, from other think places. Think of how do many this, schools. You must do, but you have to pay this salary. Yes. So yeah. think of how many schools are in Keller ISD. Think of how many, how much a year each officer needs to make. And then where they're going to pull And where from. they're going to get that money from. Yeah. So that's also another thing. Like, yes, great. We have an armed officer on every single campus. Which is great. But Wonderful. But where's that money coming from? Right. Because from? they're not making new money for that no. person. No, they're not. And so that's where I say everyone should everyone who is angry about this should be angry with texas not with the school district because guess what the one the school district down the road that you may be moving your kids to is going to be in the same boat maybe our podcast will be the reason that this changes oh gosh can you imagine the mandy denny he says so yes she shall not pass take all the facts yes yes (laughs) that's where you should get all of your facts yes totally but, okay that i think that is it we're gonna wrap it up here almost two hours y'all. almost two hours good <laughs> you guys it's our first episode of season four we thank you guys so much for being here we hope you enjoyed this episode if you have anything to add you can always reach out to us and as always be kind and dress cute and dress cute bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>